Hello and welcome to the Voices of D303 podcast, our first of the 2022-2023 school year. This episode will feature many firsts, from the voices you hear to the new initiatives District 303 has planned for our community. My name is Scott Harvey, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to serve as the district's new Chief Communications Officer, and I'm pleased to introduce our new superintendent, Dr. Paul Gordon. Welcome, Dr. Gordon. Hi, Scott. Excited to be here and excited to be part of all these firsts that you were describing. We want to really just share with our community a little bit more about yourself and a little bit about some of our upcoming initiatives here in the district. So start by telling us about your background working in education and what led you to St. Charles District 303. Yeah, so I've taken kind of the traditional pathway uh, to the superintendent uh, position. I was a classroom teacher. Um, I was a high school football coach for many years, and those were things that I just loved doing. And quite honestly, that's where I thought I was going to end my career, uh, of coaching and teaching at the high school. But I had a mentor come by one day and said, how about you take on the role of leading a middle school um, reading initiative where you're going to be working with young people who are reading two to five years behind grade level. Um, At first, I resisted uh, because I really was enjoying what I was doing. Um, But the more I thought about it and the greater impact that I could have uh, on students, I I accepted that challenge and jumped into that opportunity uh, to lead a a reading program within our district that was something new within uh, the Adamswell Five Star School District. And that was a district that I was part of for for many years out in uh, Colorado, right outside of Denver. Um, And it was about 42,000 students. It was a really large district. But it was just this great opportunity to, one, really learn what it takes to teach somebody how to read. And it's very complicated, and it took me time. But it was one of those most rewarding teaching positions that I've ever had. And I still remember many of the students who were in my classroom. And quite honestly, it also started teaching me about this idea of belonging and connection. Uh, Because for many of these uh, middle school students, they, they did not like coming into my classroom. My classroom was right next door to the traditional language arts classrooms where all their buddies and friends would go into. Or These young people had to come into Mr. Gordon's classroom, and it, literally above the door it said reading. And it was really challenging because you didn't feel like you were connected as a young person. Um, so we had to find different ways ensuring that each of the students in my class felt like they were connected and felt like they belonged while trying to support them um, in a really critical area in their academic lives is how to, how to read at a more proficient level. From there, I, I was uh, fortunate enough to take on a, an assistant principal's role at two different middle schools. And then a couple years after that, I, I became a principal of Westlake Middle School, again, same school district out in Colorado. And that was one of those jobs, and I tell everybody, I, I loved every day of being a principal of Westlake Middle School. I loved being a principal um, because of the change. And it's why I have such admiration and the belief in the role of the principalship, because that's where a lot of this work actually takes place on a day-to-day basis. From there, the district saw some leadership in me that brought me up to the district office, and then eventually to become the chief academic officer uh, of the district. We had roughly 60, 61, 62 schools in different programs. So it was this great challenge. 
and then I thought it was a really great idea to move my family to the Midwest and take on the role of superintendent in a very different district in Glen Ellen, Illinois, um, and was there for six years. But it was a K-8 district, and I really missed that K-12 environment, which led me out to Washington State uh, for the past three years, where I was the superintendent of Wenatchee, and doing some really great work out there. But really wanted to come, why I came back to uh, Illinois, first and foremost, to be in D303. You know, not too often do, do great districts like D303 come open. Um, and this was an opportunity for me to be a part of D303 and really feeling like that I could offer some different aspects of leadership that would continue D303 on their trajectory of greatness. The other piece was to be near my kids, uh, to be near my son who lives downtown Chicago. And at the time, my daughter lived in New York, but now she's moved to Chicago as well. So our family being together was a big reason. Uh, so yeah, you have the family and then being part of a really amazing district were, were the driving forces uh, of me landing here. Certainly glad to have you here in the St. Charles community and have your family all nearby. Of course, that's certainly important. So. What's it been like then reacclimating to this area and in particular getting to know the D303 community? Well, one of the things is I, 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 the humidity. I forgot what humidity was. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we live in Wenatchee is central Washington, and it's not like, you know, the Seattle area. We didn't have rain every day. It, it was just this really beautiful area uh, without humidity. Uh, <laughs> so getting back to humidity is something else. But really getting back to Illinois, getting back to, you know, the, this area, the, these western suburbs, it, it really feels like at home. It's something I missed. Um, I have great affinity for the leaders in this area um, throughout all of Illinois. But really these western suburbs, getting to reacclimate myself with different leaders that I knew when I was uh, the superintendent in Glen Ellen. Just some amazing people and opportunities. But really being able to learn, listen from the countless people that you and I, Scott, have been able to engage in over our 40-some-odd days in our district, um, hearing about D303 and hearing about their, their incredible strengths, opportunities, and a few challenges, um, that's really been the work that we've been doing over these last you know, 30, 40 days now. Uh, is really trying to engage and understand D303 a little bit better. Because, I, you know, I knew of D303, mm-hmm. but until you're here, you don't really know the district. Um, knew some of the people, but again, the inside look uh, of a district is very different than the outside look of, the, of any school district. We're going to talk in a moment about how we're hoping to learn even more yeah. from the D303 community. You know, as educators, we're driven to help students succeed. So what is it like for you to interact with students, families, and teachers uh, so far, and especially that first day of class? It's what drives me. It's my why uh, for doing the work that we do, is really to engage students, really to help each of our students uh, find their, their journey in life, whatever that is, uh, recognize that each of our kids come from uh, their own unique experiences their own journey that they're on, but really trying to support each of our students um, as they're trying to figure out their life and trying to figure out where do they want to go. So being a small part of that it just fires me up. 
As you mentioned on our, our first day with staff, that was a great opportunity to engage our staff. We were able to bring together, we roughly have 1,800 staff members. Uh, we were able to bring them together in the East High School gym, which was just this amazing experience. We had a number of staff members who joined us online, um, really trying to create a, a, a welcoming, connected, belonging group um, to really set forward where are we going, what are we doing. So that was a great day. But the first day of school, uh, Scott and I were out uh, at, at many of the buildings on that first day, just being able to give fist bumps to staff, to students, to some of our families who were coming. It was just an amazing experience. We had beautiful weather, but it was just great to start the year again. And that's the amazing thing about education is this. Each year, we have this new opportunity to re-engage for students making new friends, making new connections, continuing their learning journey. Um, and it's a fresh new start for, for each of us. So that's that cool thing that we have in education that, you know, other people in different fields, different industries, you don't have this restart, this refresh. And it gives, it gives me and I believe most educators and most of our staff members just the, this opportunity to reset um, and begin moving forward. Yeah, that excitement on day one, it was yeah. contagious, right? It, it just was. see all the smiling faces of the students and then, you know, just on the communications department, people and parents submitting their first day of school photos of their children and the opportunity to share those on our social media channels. Such excitement and, and great to see all the students that were ready to be back in the mm -hmm. classroom or to attend D303 for the first time. Uh, so on that first day, and really at times throughout the first couple of months on the job, uh, people have seen staff, and mm -hmm. yourself included, wearing T-shirts with the words, Be Here, Be You, Belong. It's our theme mm -hmm. for this 2022-23 school year. Tell us why that message is so important. For me, it re really resonates with me personally. That, that Be Here um, is that being able to show up to ensure that we've created these really welcoming spaces that each person, staff, students, <clears throat> our family members can be here, wherever that here is in D303, be it the district office, be it at Wild Rose, be it at, at North High School, um, wherever that is, whatever classroom our students are in or staff members are in, that they have this opportunity and they know that they're seen, valued, and heard. Be here is that physical presence that it's okay, it's safe, you can come into our schools, our classrooms, our hallways, our playgrounds, our parking lots, every aspect of D303. Be here within D303. Be you. We're really pushing, making sure that each person can show up as their authentic self. And that's critical. That our students, again, they feel safe being who they are. Not what anybody else wants them to be, but who that young person is really trying to be. Um, and that, that's really challenging. As a former middle school person who spent time as a, as a middle school educator and as a middle school assistant principal and principal, those are some of the most challenging times for, for our students is that, that early teenage um, experience and really trying to learn and grow and still having these connections with our families. There's really deep connections with our families, but their friends and their peers become a really important part of it. So to be you, it's hard. It just is. It's hard to be you. Uh, 
uh, your authentic self. So we try to make sure that each of our students are, are supported in that journey. Belong, it's woven everything together. That again, as I said before, that no matter who you are, where you're at, you belong to D303. Again, from our staff, our students, our, our, our families, that you belong. And that's, that's easy to say. It's really hard to do when we're talking about 12,500 students, 1,800 staff members. We have roughly 8,000 families. Um, so we have to work. Belonging is an action. And we have to be very purposeful and intentional about ensuring that each person, each human, feels that sense of belonging. And belonging looks different for each person and what they need um, and how that, how that works for them to feel comfortable in those classrooms, to feel comfortable getting on the bus in the morning, to doing, from our staff's perspective, feeling like they belong part of this organization. It was why we talked, you know, on opening day and giving a shout out to our mechanics and our bus drivers and our custodial crew um, and everybody else because every role in this organization matters and they need to know, our staff needs to know that they belong to uh, our district. And it's not just uh, our teachers or our principals, but we have all 1,850 staff members and their roles are critical. That's belonging. That's knowing they belong for our students. It's you belong to us. We're going to be there for you. One of the questions that we ask um, our students on, on a yearly basis is, do you have an adult in D303 that kind of has your back? And I'm really pleased with the number, the high percentage that do. But there's a percentage who don't, that they don't feel like they, they've got a, an adult D303 in, as an advocate. So that's something we want to continue to to grow on and, and thrive in that area. Certainly, the district looks forward to showcasing that belonging throughout the school year and sharing um, how that looks and how the students embrace that message. And we're going to be doing that throughout the schools, to our students, and to our community. And on that topic of community engagement, we talked earlier about how you've started to listen and started to learn from the community. We're going to take that to another level now with our upcoming listening sessions titled Listen, Learn, Return, um, events on August 31st, September 6th, September 8th. Tell us how those sessions will work. I'm so excited about this and really pleased with our partnership between Scott and I as we're kind of co-creating this opportunity across our district. So one of the things that we were thinking about when we wanted to do this type of engagement is making sure that we're, we're within our schools or within our community and in different places. So we're, we're going to be in different schools in different locations to really ask our community some broad questions about our district, about, you know, what's going well? What are those things you want to tell us about our district, about D303? Um, about challenges, about opportunities that are available to us. Scott and I are, 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 we're not new to the area, but we're new to the district. And as I said earlier, there's just unique aspects of every school district. And quite honestly, we've only been here 40 some odd days. There's no way we would have a, a deep understanding of all these different aspects. 
So we're coming in with, with quite honestly, an open slate to truly listen to our, our community members, our family, staff, students, whomever wants to, to come to these events. The events themselves, there's not going to be a whole lot of Scott and I talking. And I think that's what's so unique. Because oftentimes when people come to a district event, district personnel take up 95% of the airspace. In this instance, Scott and I are going to have about 5% of the airspace. We're going to have small table groups, five to six people at each table. And our community is going to come together and have conversations and talk to each other about these big overarching themes. And it it was done purposely. Um, I think through COVID and other aspects uh, throughout the United States and in our community, um, we've created divides in our community. This is one small step towards bringing people together to have conversations conversations around our schools, around our district, from each of their perspectives, to really sit knee to knee and talk about our school district. Um, So this is a really unique opportunity. Um, Again, we're gonna have table groups of five to six people having conversations on on these three overarching questions about our district. We'll be taking, you know, once the questions have been asked, the table groups have, have had conversations, we're going to ask a table group to share all kind of their, their big overarching themes, their two to three themes that they heard. Um, but we're going to gather all of the data. Um, we're going to make sure that we've taken each of the notes, the sticky notes and, and the verbal communication, and we're going to gather that information from the different sites we're going to go to. Um, eventually, we will, we'll put all of that data together and really start looking at the themes that we're hearing about in, within our school districts. And then it's, it's this return idea, mm-hmm. coming back to our community, uh, be it in person, be it through different written communication or other podcasts, where we're going to be talking about here are some issues that we want to tackle um, and what does that look like. So I'm super excited about the, our, our listen, our learn, and our return community engagement plan. I couldn't agree more. This is a really exciting opportunity. I mean, there's so much to learn about this district. And so what better way to do that than to invite everyone, our students, our families, our community members in D303 to the table. Let's have these small and large group conversations and help us understand what your concerns are, where our successes are, and how we can take that information and move forward to improve the success of this district and the success of our students. So I'm super excited about it. We strongly encourage uh, anyone in the district uh, to join us. Again, the dates are August 31st. We've got two sessions, a morning session at 9, an evening one at 6. That'll be at Haynes. And then we've got evening sessions at... Bell Graham on September 6th, that's at 6, and then another 6 p.m. session at East High School on September 8th. Uh, There is an RSVP, it's not required, but it would help us gauge attendance and any need for accommodations, and you can find that um, at our website, we'll link to it. So, really excited about that, and you talked about the return aspect, so the takeaway, if I could kind of fill in that blank, is to really understand what the trends are, and then bring that data back to our community to inform you of what we're doing with that material, how we're using that information to guide our decision-making, and again, improve 
um, the success uh, of our district and our students. Anything else you want to share about Listen, Learn, Return? I think that's the unique aspect that we're doing here. We're coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, community members come in. I mean, this is not the, the listen and learn is not unique. Right. I think the unique aspect is that we're going to come back with actionable steps to say, we're going to take on these two to three things, whatever those are. Um, that's what I'm super excited about. Um, and community members really feeling like they do have a voice in their district and in where we're going. So that, I believe, is very unique in these listen and learn um, structures that, uh, that many districts do. So I, I really am excited about the actionable side of things on the staff end. So we've had a chance to get to know our new superintendent, Dr. Paul Gordon, to talk about what's ahead with Listen, Learn, Return, and we really encourage anyone to join us and share their feedback Uh, with us again August 31st, September 6th, and September 8th. That's going to do it for our first Voices of D303 podcast of this new school year. We look forward to coming back and sharing updates on Listen, Learn, Return and other valuable topics and experts within our district and within our community uh, for future podcasts. So Superintendent Dr. Paul Gordon, welcome to the D303 family and thank you for joining us. Scott, thank you. Excited to be here.